I was honored that the American Kidney Fund, www.kidneyfund.org, asked me to write a blog for them. This is that blog. Once it was published last Thursday, I started thinking. If you share the blog and ask those you shared with to share it, too, and they ask their friends to share it, too. Image how many people would become aware of chronic kidney disease. Will you do that? Slowing down CKD, it can be done. When a new family doctor told me nine years ago that I had a problem with my kidneys, maybe chronic kidney disease, CKD my first reaction was to demand, what is it and how did I get it? No doctor had ever mentioned CKD before. I was diagnosed at stage 3, there are only 5 stages. I had to start working to slow it down immediately. I wanted to know how medication, diet, exercise and other lifestyle changes could help. I didn't want to be told what to do without an explanation as to why. And when I couldn't get an explanation that was acceptable to me, I started researching. I read just about every book I could find concerning this problem. Surprisingly, very few books dealt with the early or moderate stages of the disease. Yet these are the stages when we are most shocked, confused, and maybe even depressed, and the stages at which we have a workable chance of doing something to slow down the progression in the decline of our kidney function. I've learned that 31 million people, 14% of the population, have CKD, but most don't know they have it. Many, like me, never experienced any noticeable symptoms. Many, like me, may have had high blood pressure, hypertension, for years before it was diagnosed. Yet, high blood pressure and diabetes are the two leading causes of CKD. I saw a renal dietitian who explained to me how hard protein is on the kidneys. As is phosphorus. And potassium. And, of course, sodium. Out went my daily banana, too high in potassium. Out went restaurant burgers, larger than my daily allowance of protein. Chinese food? Pizza? Too high in sodium. I embraced an entirely new way of eating because it was one of the keys to keeping my kidneys functioning in stage 3. Another critical piece of slowing down CKD is medication. I was already taking meds to lower my blood pressure when I was first diagnosed with CKD. Two more prescriptions have been added to this in the last nine years, a diuretic that lowers my body's absorption of salt to help prevent fluid from building up in my body, edema, and a drug that widens the blood vessels by relaxing them. For a very short time, I was also taking a drug to control my prediabetes, but my doctor and I achieved the same effects by changing my diet even more. Bye-bye, sugars and most carbs, the funny thing is now my favorite food is salad with extra virgin olive oil and balsamic vinegar. I never thought that would happen. I was a chocoholic. Exercise, something I loved until my arthritis got in the way, was also important. I used to dance vigorously several nights a week, now it's once a week with weights, walking, and a stationary bike on the other days. I think I took sleep for granted before CKD, too, and I now make it a point to get a good night's sleep each day. A sleep apnea device improved my sleep, and my kidney function rose another two points. I realized I needed to rest, too. Instead of giving a lecture, running to an audition, and coming home to meet a deadline, I slowly started easing off until I didn't feel like I was running on empty all the time. I ended up happily retiring from both acting and teaching at a local college, giving me more time to work on my CKD awareness advocacy. I was sure others could benefit from all the research I had done and all I had learned, so I wrote my first book, What Is It and How Did I Get It? Early Stage Chronic Kidney Disease, in 2011. I began a blog after a nephrologist in India told me he wanted his newly diagnosed patients to read my book, but most of them couldn't afford the bus fare to the clinic, much less a book. I published each chapter as a blog post. The nephrologist translated my posts, 
printed them and distributed them to his patients, who took the printed copies back to their villages. I now have readers in 106 different countries who ask me questions I hadn't even thought of. I research for them and respond with a blog post, reminding them to speak with their nephrologists and or renal nutritionists before taking any action. And that I'm not a doctor. Each time I research, I'm newly amazed at how much there is to learn about CKD, and how many tools can help slow it down. Diet is the obvious one. But if you smoke or drink, stop, or at least cut down. If you don't exercise, start. Adequate, good quality sleep is another tool. Don't underestimate rest either. You're not being lazy when you rest, you're preserving whatever kidney function you have left. I am not particularly a pill person, but if there's a medication prescribed that will slow down the gradual decline of my kidney function, I'm all for it. My experience proves that you can slow down CKD. I was diagnosed at stage 3 and I am still there, 9 years later. It takes knowledge, commitment and discipline, but it can be done, and it's worth the effort. I'm sneaking up on 70 now and know this is where I want to spend my energy for the rest of my life, chronic kidney disease awareness advocacy. I think it's just that important. Slow, it, down CKD is the umbrella under which Gail Ray Garwood writes her CKD books and blog, offers talks, participates in book signings, is interviewed on podcasts and radio shows, and writes guest blogs. Her website is www.gailregarwood.com. Until next week. Keep living your life.